Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Welcome to No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids channel. This is a show where the host isn't afraid to tell you like it is about, well, a bunch of stuff. Whether you're into books, TV, movies, or games, there's something here for you. Now, here is your host. Bonjour tout le monde. I'm never going to speak French again, okay? This is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Noah Lehman, your host. Uh... Thank you for listening, if you listened to my last show. This show is basically about, I basically review anything. My last three sessions were about video games. This one I'm going to be moving on, actually. I'm going to be moving on to movies. And I'm going to be starting off movies with the rating system. Like I started off video games with the rating system of video games. I'm going to start off movies with the rating system of movies. Now, movies, it, it, this is actually will be kind of confusing at parts because the rating system in the, in, um, in the United States and Canada are different a lot of the time. So one movie might be PG-13 in Canada, and it will be 14A in America. So it probably won't affect what I'm talking about the ratings. It, it probably won't affect the rate when I'm talking about the ratings, but it may when I say my favorite movies that are in that rating category. Just bear with me if I, I'm not making a mistake. It's just how it is in our country. Thank you. Okay, like video games, the movies have ratings that relate to the age groups. It's important you understand these ratings before you watch a film, television show, whatnot, though television shows aren't usually rated. These are a list of the ratings. G for general. PG, parental guidance suggested. PG-13, parental guidance for preteens comma, 14A, adult guidance for people under 14, comma, 18A, adult guidance for under 18, and R, restricted, which means you must be 18 to watch, well, not necessarily, I'm not sure if there's a law that you have to be 18 to watch in theaters, I don't really know, unrated, which is unrated, I guess, <laughs> here's a run through of all the ratings, I'll give you a brief description, well, may not be brief, maybe long, we'll see how it goes, of each, and I'll be starting with G for general. <laughs> it's funny, I used to think the G standard for good. Eh, good. <laughs> Moving on. The G stands for general audiences. These movies are totally appropriate for children and contain no suggestive themes. If they contained suggestive themes, they would be moved up to parental guidance. And there actually are not very many G-rated movies nowadays, I would find. New ones. There are lots of G-rated movies, but there's not very many new ones coming out because filmmakers and cartoon makers tend to just add in these little inappropriate just kind of things for the adults. Not usually that bad, just little snippets, and it just kind of pushes the envelope, so there's a lot of PG movies. Classic G-rated movies include Bambi, The Wizard of Oz, Swiss Family Robinson, and Toy Story 1 and 2. There's a lot more. Those are just some that I've watched. I'm actually a big fan of The Wizard of Oz. Joking. Anyhow, um, those are ones I've watched. There are tons more, hundreds of them. And now I'm going to be moving on to Parental Guidance. Or PG. Yeah, so the PG stands for Parental Guidance, Suggested. 
These are the kids' movies that push the envelope just a bit. A lot of them you actually don't really need a parent to watch you, I would say. But for people that are like five-year-olds, just make sure you watch just in case something gets in that might be kind of make their head hurt or maybe just a little bad or crude in your opinion. Yeah, so this would be where the push envelope films, they'd be in this category. There's not much to worry about. There's certain hidden kind of humors, like I mentioned before in these. Many new films have these hidden themes. Uh, well, most of the new films are PG instead of G, and they there there actually are actually are a few G movies that have these little kind of things that shouldn't be in there. Many of these, so many of these new f- films have these hidden themes that can be inappropriate. These adult-directed kind of jokes that like little kids wouldn't really catch, but you know that they ride enough under the radar that they fit into parental guidance. They're not usually that bad, you know. Some of my favorite movies in this section include Elf, Barnyard, Shrek the Third, and Back to the Future. I've Again, there's tons more, hundreds, thousands, maybe even, I don't know. These are just a few that I've seen and are good movies. I liked them, I enjoyed them, and that's all that counts, isn't it? Moving on. So, uh, these... PG movies are all great watches with minimum concerns like crude humor, mild violence, and mild language. When they say mild language, there aren't swear. Actually, that's not true. There usually aren't any swear words in PGs. And that's why you should have your parents for certain movies watching you while you're watching a PG movie. Wow, did I just say that? Try to say that five times fast. Moving on. PG-13. PG-13 movies. I will be moving on to that. It stands for Parental Guidance for preteens. For so there are parental guidance for preteens. Parental guidance for preteens, people before age thirteen. This is where the stuff you have to be careful about comes in. These are where all the comedies are, or at least the good ones, with Adam Sandler. A lot of my favorite comedies and some of my favorite movies are in this section. You really need to be careful when allowing any kids to watch these movies. They will definitely need a moral filter if you do let them watch these. Compared to the T te- the thing about PG-13, PG-13, though 13 is technically teenager, when it comes to video games, T for teen, usually T for teen isn't really as bad as PG-13 when you compare them. PG-13 you need to be a lot more careful with instead of um, letting your kid play. So you, uh, you don't really need to be careful with T for teen games than PG-13 movies. Even though it's the same age group, not usually T for Teen games are not usually as bad as PG thirteen movies. Um, these are the ones that include the rude humor and mild explicit content and harsh language. Harsh language, not usually like the F. Well, actually, there are some with the F word. I'm not gonna expand on that much. Movies I find that are rated PG. 13 aren't usually that great unless they are comedies. I find a lot of the PG-13 movies are like chick flicks and these these lame little low-budget films. Not not saying that there are great PG-13 films, but I think the best films to watch in PG-13 are the comedies. My favorite PG-13s include Adam Sandler's The Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, Mr. Deeds, and the other guys. These are all extremely funny movies. I do not suggest them to anyone without a moral filter or that are under the age 10 at least. Moving on to 14A. Stands for adult guidance. They're suggesting adult guidance for people that are under 14. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. 
I am a Noah Lehman. This is no added preservatives, not even nitroglycerin. <laughs> Sorry, that's not a preservative. Do not put that in your cereal. That will, when it moves in your stomach, when you jog or something, if you jog it, you'll explode. So <laughs> nitroglycerin is not a preservative. Sorry about that. <laughs> Moving on. So I, I, I went over PG-13, PG, and G. They're, they're all you need to be careful with. Mainly PG-13, PG, and G aren't really that bad. Moving on to 14A. 14A stands for Adult Guidance for People Under 14. These include a lot of great action-packed movies as well as thrillers. These aren't, in my opinion, as inappropriate as PG-13 movies. I find when I compare PG-13 movies to 14A movies, a lot of the 14A movies tend to have the greater storylines and the more action and the more interesting and the more well-done. And the more budget-consuming, but, you know, the more money doesn't always mean the best, right? But I find that PG-13s, like, since a lot of the comedies fit into that section, they have to rely more on the crew humor and stuff. When PG-14, when the 14A usually get their rating, I would find, because of the violence they have. My favorite 14A movies include the epic saga that is The Lord of the Rings, the, the Fellowship of the Ring, the... Twin Towers and The Return of the King. I think there may be more, not quite sure. And The Hobbit, that is about to be coming out. There is just some striking and stuff going on in New Zealand, New Zealand over the filming location of the Misty Mountains. You can look more into that on the internet. The internet is the answer to everything. Almost. Moving on again. 18A. Stands for Adult Guidance for People Under 18. This is where the bad stuff really begins. I mean, there's bad stuff in 13 and 14 but it really begins i find that really begin uh the bad stuff really begin in 18a you know what i say it stands for adult guidance for people under 18 like i said before and everything from 14a and pg-13 is amplified however this rating is dying i find usually people don't use 18a there are some movies that are 18a um they usually use r for restricted either that or they put 18a and r for restricted so I'm moving on to R now. R stands for restricted, like I said. And I don't really have to explain anymore. Restricted. 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 Extreme explicit content. Extreme violence. Extreme crude humor. Everything is amplified from the previous ratings times 100. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. We'll let you figure that out. Tons of swearing and bad stuff. I don't really want to explain on all the bad stuff since... You can, you can ask your moms and dads about that, and I'm sure they'll explain why you can't watch rated R movies. Rated R movies? I don't even suggest letting little kids watch rated R movies. I mean, I watched a rated R movie when I was, like, 12, but that's because I'm a history freak, and I really wanted to watch uh, The Patriot, which is one of my favorite movies. Not because it's the only rated R movie I've seen, but because it's got a great storyline. It, 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 it's an amazing... Uh, is it still rated R? I think they changed the rating. Can't quite remember. Anyhow, I would not suggest, even if they do like history, if they do like great storylines, if they do like the action, I would not suggest rated R's. Not even think about letting anybody under at least age 10. Even that's a little. Even that's a little. Unless, like, they, they've been ordered to or something. I'd say 12. Safest at the least. Maybe 10. 10, 12 at the lowest, any other age, I would say, is fine. But 
So I I do have I do have a couple movies I like in this category that would be Saving Private Ryan, which I I don't like it because of the extreme violence, but rated R movies tend to show you what really happens in life. Like they Saving Private Ryan shows you the real color of war, and that's why I like it because people are like, oh, a few people died, not that big deal. <laughs> uh, so great movies include The Patriot and that and. Unrated is just movies that are unrated. They were too lazy to rate it, and they usually don't even get involved with those. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break. Again, I'm Noah Lehman. I'm going to go wrestle a mountain gorilla, and you're listening to No Added Preservative on the Voice of America Kids Now. Thank you. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support surprise you behind the line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view this is a look at all of the action from behind the line join your host every wednesday at 3 p.m whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life we'll run down all of the scores talk about the games of the past week and preview what's coming up in the next week you'll want to take notes because this is good stuff the place to be wednesdays at 3 that's 6 p.m eastern is the voice america kids channel for behind the line Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back to your host. Hello, my friends. I am Noah Lehman on No Added Preservatives. No, No Added Preservatives. Not even vinegar. No vinegar. No, no salt. No sugar. And this is on the Voice America Kids Network, of course. Wow, I just backed out of that accent. Um, our, I, I was just talking about the rating system. I am going to be moving on to our new topic right now, which is going to be the March movie lineup. I'm going to be talk about, talking about movies that are coming up this March or have already came out. And here's a list of them, I guess. 
So I'll give a review of each of these movies with the release date, and these movies include Rango, Mars Needs Moms, Beastly, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2, Roderick Rules. Here we go, Rango. This movie is a western-style comedy adventure of the fluke of a chameleon Rango, a sheltered and pampered house pet that winds up lost and in the town of dirt. He must fight to save the town from the outlaws, and he would must, will, has to become a hero. Rango is played by Johnny Depp, which is already like five stars right there. Like, everybody... Every woman with the herd is going to be watching this movie, even if they're like 50, because Johnny Depp's in it. So Rango is played by Johnny Depp and is a fun, self-absorbed chameleon that always seems to end up the victor by fluke. So I don't know if you've seen like the review, the like the previews for it, but he like shoots a barrel and like bounces off and hits a bunch of people. Yeah, that's what I mean by fluke. The cast includes Johnny Depp, Isla Fisher. Abigail Breslin. Oh, I've heard that one. I don't know who that is, but I've heard it. Bill Bill Nye, Stephen Root, Ray Winstone, Beth Grant, Ned Beatty, Harry Dean Stanton, and Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, Doctor Octopus. You may have known him from Spider-Man uh, Two. Yeah, he was the guy with the wicked arms. Yeah. I wonder if Spider-Man will even make a guest appearance in this. Moving on. So Rango came out as of March 4th, and I haven't seen it, but I I do think it will be funny. I would like to see it, and it's rated PG, so parental guidance. So I don't think it's that bad. It has a great cast. I, I can't really rate it, but I assume it'll be at least four stars because it has Johnny Depp and because it has people like Abigail Breslin and Alfred Molina. I don't know who the other people are. And then again, it might not do so good because I cannot pronounce most of the names on the cast. Next up in our March movie lineup, we have none other than Mars Needs Moms. This action-packed, otherworldly adventure just shows how important moms are. Wait, moms important? <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, moms aren't important. Or at least that's what nine-year-old Milo thought until his mom was abducted by a group of aliens from none other than the terrestrial planet Mars. Milo must embark on an epic adventure, a spiritual journey, no, not a spiritual journey, to save his mom from the aliens that have enslaved her to raise their Martian children. Personally, I don't think this movie looks that great. To me, it just seems so cheesy, like the theme song, Mars Needs Moms, or whatever. Like, I haven't seen it or anything, but I totally feel like the idea of kidnapping their mom, I feel like they, to they stole that from Jimmy Neutron, which was a good movie, actually. Pretty awesome movie. That's already been used, kind of the parent abduction thing. I, I, I just, I don't think, I think they, and it just looks really like, just kind of the talk and stuff just seems really cheesy. And besides, I did a project on Mars, and nobody could, like, walk on there for, like, five minutes, or they'd be destroyed and blundered. But then, this is a Disney movie, and, you know, anything can happen in those. So, the cast includes Seth Green, Dan Fogler, Elizabeth Harnois, Mindy Sterling, Kevin Cahoon, and Joan Cusack. And it came out as of March 11th. I personally am not familiar with anyone on the cast. Seth Green? Seth Green's from Toronto? Oh, I, I was gonna say... What? Seth Rogen. Oh, I see. Seth Rogen's on this. There's no Seth Rogen. It's Seth Green. 
Mother, stop talking! See, mom, who needs moms? No, I'm joking, mom, I love you. Um, so, uh, I don't, I, I was gonna say five stars because it has a Canadian on it, but then I realized my mom was thinking, making up things in her head or something, and that he's not, he's not from Canada, I don't think, I don't really know. I don't think this is gonna be that great, I wouldn't suggest it, I haven't seen it either, but, you know, I think it, it's rated PG, parental guidance, I'm just gonna move on to Beastly. Kyle Kingston has it all. He's rich, good-looking, and popular, kind of like me, except I'm poor. <laughs> he, however, is a snob and blows off some girl that so happens to be a modern witch that turns him into some hideous guy, who, and he would stay like that forever unless he falls in love with someone in his ugly form. My mom's like, that is totally like you. Mom, if you're not going to do your job, just go, okay? Don't make me feel bad. Don't condescend me. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I am Noah Lehman. This is no added preservatives, not even sodium nitrate. Wow, I'm going back to the beginning. Mom, I need a new list of preservatives. Um, so I talked about Rango, which I think will do great. I haven't seen it. Mars needs bombs. Ah, I, it doesn't look that great to me. Uh, Beast, Beastly is what I'm talking about right now. So he's written, this guy's rich, good looking, gets cursed by a witch. So realistic nowadays. I wonder if it happened in Salem. Face palm. Anyhow, he f has to fall in love with some girl, and I, I, uh, so, I'm like, hey, maybe this will do good. And then I looked at the cast, and right dead, right at the beginning, I see Vanessa Hudgens. Now, I know some people liked High School Musical, but I was those lucky few that hated it. I, I hate to be like a downcast or anything, but seriously, like, High school isn't like that. People don't dance around singing. I wish they did. But, you know, they don't. But you know what? I think High School Musical must have inspired the show Glee. So I have to give it some kind of... <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, I'm just not a fan of any of the cast of High School Musical's acting. Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale. Uh, what's that other guy? The guy that's got, like, plastic abs. Oh, yeah, Zac Efron. Anyhow, like, I saw his movie, Charlie St. Cloud. It's kind of a sad movie, but the dialogue seemed pretty cheesy with, like, Zac Efron. Then again, we're not talking about them. I just don't like the way they act, so I'm not sure how good this is going to do. Plus, I thought it would be more of a movie directed towards younger audiences, but it's PG-13, parental guidance for people under 13. And I don't think... Personally, a lot of 13-year-olds or teenagers would really watch this, and it would be more of a kid's watcher. So they probably should have taken out some of the bad content they have. And like I said, with my ratings, this is probably going to be another chick flick or something like that. I haven't seen it, but oh, when's it coming out? Frig, I forgot to get... Fr sorry, pardon my language. I wasn't saying... Frig, I'm sorry. Anyhow, I, I forgot to write down the date. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Moving on to Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2. Roderick Rules, the sequel of the hilarious and innocent Diary of a Wimpy Kid 1. The tale of two kids, Greg and Rowley, that wander around middle school at the bottom of the food chain. How they survive, I don't know. But this is the tale of how they, th not really thrived, but lived, and how they survived the playground, basically. And school, and this is about their successes and failures, about friendship and unfriendship. Is that a word? I don't know. I made it up. From the wrestling team to the safety patrol. This is Greg's, written by Greg. This is his story of middle school. 
Roderick Rules is based on the second book of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series. Roderick Rules, in this book, well, in the second book, basically, Roderick and his younger brother, so Roderick and Greg are brothers, Roderick and his younger brother are forced to do some brotherly bonding by their mom, I assume. And Roderick has the upper hand, since he is the older sibling, and older siblings are always the best, like me. And Roderick has the upper hand due to blackmailing his younger brother. His younger brother has done some stuff that Roderick would be very happy to say to mom if he did not agree to everything he says. You know, the cast includes Zachary Gordon, which is newly famous from his Diary of a Wimpy Kid 1, Robert Capron, Rachel Harris, Devin Bostak, and Steve Zan, and it has not been rated yet. I, I, for this, this movie, I, I remember thinking for the first Diary of a Wimpy Kid, it looked like it would have its funny parts, but it looked like it would be kind of cheesy, but I watched it. <laughs> it was, it, it's so funny. It's just innocent, funny, so true about school. They put it in like perfect context. I really want to see Roderick Rules because I have two younger siblings and, you know, blackmail is not out of the ordinary for our family. Let's just say that. What? Noah, you blackmail your younger brothers? You're horrible! I know. <laughs> Stop the press, I know. So, this is the March movie lineup, and like I said, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules has not been rated yet. One second, I'm just going to see. I think I might actually have the date Beastly's coming out. Do do. I think it already came out. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid should be coming out March 22nd, I think? Oh, snap. I can't remember. Mom! Mother! Mother! Who needs moms? They're never there for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, basically, I'm since I don't have the date and my mom has just been kidnapped by aliens is now mentoring babies on Mars, I'm just going to be talking about what's going on this week. So, basically, this has been a pretty busy week because I just got back from Florida. And in this last week, I, like... I, I've done a lot. I've wrestled mountain gorillas, uh, pulled in thousand-pound sheep heads off the beach of uh, Florida, Cocoa Beach, the beach of Cocoa. I have uh, made friends, made unfriends, and I have a brother here that I would like to ask his opinion about. I would just like to ask his opinion, Jonah, out of these movies, Rango, Mars Needs Moms, Beastly, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2, on a list of one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. What, which one do you think? Just write them on a scale like one to four. Like rate Beastly is one, Diary Wimpy Kid is two. Like what, what you prefer? Which ones do you think are the would be the best? Uh, I think Rango would be one. Um, Diary Wimpy Kid two, because uh, I like cheesy movies. <laughs> um, would be <laughs> okay. Beastly would be last, and then whatever the other ones are. In the <laughs> Mars needs more. Okay, yeah. Thank you, Jonah, for being here uh, again. This is no added preservatives with Noah Lehman. Um, I'm afraid I just wrestled a mountain gorilla, so I'm going to I'm going to do something else while we break here. This is the, the Voice America Kids Network. Again, I'm Noah Lehman, and I'm going to um, stop communism. What? Okay, thank you for listening. Find 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? you 
sure to tune in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back to your host. Welcome back, my friends. Again, I'm Noah Lehman. This is No Added Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. I just, well, what was I going to do? Stop communism? Yeah, that's what I just did during the break. This, our topic right now, right, right here, is the top kids' movies, as in films, of all time. I'm going to talk about five of the top films, then for my next segment, I'm going to talk about t- top, the top five cartoon movies. So these are all time. These are the, not actually, like, these were out of, like, 50 or so, and these are the ones I've seen, and I would say out of 50 of the top. Not that I pulled them out of a random hat, but these are the ones I've watched and I can review well on. So films, I'm going to start with a Christmas story. This is the classic tale of a boy's true love, the tale of brotherhood, a tale of how a boy followed his dreams and in the end achieved them and shot his eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. This Christmas classic is the tale of a boy who wanted a Red Rider BB gun and pursued his goal of getting one for Christmas. This movie tells the tale of that boy, Ralphie, and his family during the Christmas season and has one of the greatest bullying scenes of all time. Even my mom would agree. Bullying is a bad thing, don't get me wrong. When I say bullying, I don't mean like the best bullying scene of the bully getting pummeling the other guy. I mean like, this is amazing because the guy pummels the bully. Not gonna say much more. The rating is parental guidance. I'm just gonna talk about what I think about this movie. It, it has some bad language, don't get me wrong. Refers to some bad language too, but doesn't actually say the words. But it is an amazing movie. It's a great classic. Funny at times, and it shows you what really goes on in a kid's life. So, kids, usually for movies with little bad likes movies, I'd hand the controller with the fast forward button to the adult. But... And this time I'm going to hand it to the kids so they can skip past the parts that would give away their uh, secret life. Yes. I would say this movie is probably five stars. It's one of the greatest Christmas stories of all time. I'm going to move on to another one. Back to the future! Get a what? Get a what? Get a what? What? Marty McFly, a.k.a. Michael J. Fox. Don't know why I'm talking with an accent. Mar- so Marty McFly, while talking to the professor, who is his friend and is working on a time machine, ends up under attack by some Libyan terrorists, I think. And the professor gets shot, and these terrorists, the professor, and then Marty McFly had to get into the DeLorean, which is his time machine, which he made, like, a time machine. The professor made a time machine with a car, and he had to put the plutonium in, and he had to drive off, and he ends up in the 1960s. He meets his own mother, which is kind of creepy because she actually falls in love with him, so her, his mother falls in love with him, and he meets his dad. Marty, he, he, he has to help his dad fall in, get, it, get his mom to fall in love with his dad instead of her. And he must get back to the future when the lightning strikes the town clock, or he will be stranded in the past until and for another 10 years. It's really funny. It's got, like, really shows you the glories of the 60s. I actually quite enjoyed it. For some people, it was a little confusing. I like the concept. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure it was like the first actual well-done movie about time travel. <laughs> it's a classic, like I said. And Michael J. Fox is definitely at, at his best in that movie. It has a little bit of bad language. So for this movie, 
I'd make I I'd hand the remote to the parents to skip past for a couple of things, but you know, I'm actually surprised this is at the top kids movies because it does have swear words. It isn't brutally bad, and and the swear words aren't really that bad, but just every now and then they're thrown in. But it does have some bad language. But it is a classic movie, and I enjoyed it. It's rated PG, surprisingly, even though it has swear words. And I would, I'd give it a four and a half, because even though I liked it and I enjoyed it, it's probably a great movie. It, it is a great movie. It's kind of confusing. So I'm gonna move on to Big. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I am Fernando Barrito Lucho Chavez, head of the Mob Activida acti- Activity. And owner of Chevet Body Disposal. What? Never mind. I'm Noah Lehman. You guys didn't hear that. That is not my secret underground business name. I'm not the head of an illegal corporation. No, I'm not. I'm not even Mexican. But, again, this is Noah Preservatives on the Voice America Kids Network. I am actually Noah Lehman. Not Fernando. And I do not own a company called Chevet Body Disposal. Anyhow, we're talking about the top five movies. Kids movies of all time. And... I mentioned A Christmas Story, Back to the Future, and now I'm going to be doing Big. Big, Tom Hanks stars this classic. A normal kid becomes a businessman overnight after he wishes to be an adult. The troubles of a little kid. What you do when you're angry and your parents are getting mad at you and you can't, you feel like you don't do anything right? Wish you're an adult. Overnight, you'll become a businessman of a major toy corporation. So anyhow, he becomes this, like, businessman of a major toy corporation and uh, if you didn't pick that out from what I said before, becomes someone, and overnight basically becomes someone three times his age, and he's this kid trapped in the, he's got the mind of a kid trapped in the body of a man, that man being Tom Hanks, and he goes on this adventure and, and tells toys makers what the kids really want, like, he he's like the funnest kind of business guy ever, where, ever. like, he's jumping around on a piano, playing songs, he... They're having conferences about making this new Transformer toy, and they're like, we're going to make it into a skyscraper. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Kids don't want a skyscraper that turns into a robot. They want a bug that turns into a robot. Facepalm! And he revolutionizes the toy business in that movie. It's it's pretty good. Got great acting. It's rated G. I liked it. I, I, I watched it a long time ago, but it was a good movie. I remember that. I, I, I watched it. I did. Yes, I did. Next, we have E.T., extraterrestrial. An alien is stranded on Earth when the United States government. Do, do, do. No, that's like British. No, that's wedding. Never mind. I don't know the United States anthem. Actually, yeah, I do. It's like, da, 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 da. Moving on. This is the United States government moving on a UFO that they spotted landing in a forest. Then all these E.T.s, extraterrestrials, which means alien and like, Spanish or something like that. So they land in this forest to collect samples of the earth, the plants and stuff. And these FBI guys come in with dogs and chase them and scare them. And they all run into the spaceship. And they start up. They're like, go, go, go. And these aliens fly off. And they're like, I feel like something's missing. No, no, no. Nothing's missing. What could be missing? E.T. He's missing. We're all named E.T. Which E.T. are you talking about? You know, E.T., the little guy down there. And then he's got, like, his red finger thing, and he's pointing up. The sheep's like, guys, get down here. I'll use my laser vision on you. And they, they, he doesn't actually say that. I just kind of improvised there. Sorry about that. So E.T. gets stranded and runs to this boy. 
who the boy adopts him, takes him into his home, and he becomes part of the family, and everybody in the family knows about this alien that's living in the house, except the mother. You can just expect how things get from there. Great. Kind of. Not really. So, <laughs> they got this crazy alien, they're take teaching the strings about, like, humanity, and they're trying to get him to phone home, E.T. phone home. Famous saying came from that. And they're trying to get him, get him home, well avoiding the authorities and their mom and like there's some major scandal thing well not scandal but like um et and the boy get so attached that et gets sick homesick i guess and the boy gets sick and then they have those white bubbly guys come over with the white suits like the hazmat suits or whatever you call them don't really know what it's called hazmat i think that's it isn't it anyway they put this bubble thing around his house and then they do like tests and stuff yeah <laughs> I liked it. It's rated G. Yes. Next, we have Elf. Elf. Little Buddy ends up in the North Pole. Oh, wait. I for Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm still not smart. I forgot to rate Big and E.T. Big, I would give a four. E.T., I would give a four and, four and a half because, well, I was scared of the alien. <laughs> now, moving on to Elf. Little Buddy ends up in the North Pole and is brought up as an elf. So, Santa comes into this little... Uh, orphanage, and Buddy climbs into his sack and brings him home, and they name him Buddy because he has little Buddy diapers on. So Buddy is brought up as an elf. The six-foot-tall Will Ferrell soon realizes he doesn't fit in, so after all these years, he's six-foot-tall, he's like 30, and there's all these little elves that are like the, like half, three, like a quarter of his size, and he's like, he doesn't fit in, like literally, like he doesn't fit in anything, like the bathrooms, their clothes, their shoes... Like, socially and mentally, he doesn't fit in. Not very good for him. So, he, people, like, are making fun of him. They're like, he's not very good because he doesn't make toys as fast or whatever. So, he goes on a journey to find his parents in the Big Apple. New York. It's a tale of heartbreak, friendship, love, and rabbit animals. And bubblegum. <laughs> this is a Christmas classic comedy you will love. Very funny movie. Will Ferrell is definitely at his best in this. It's probably one of his best, only, only, I think it's like one of his only kids-oriented shows. It's so funny, though, like, he, 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 like, oh, I just, it's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. It's most, it's, I give it a five, I'd give it a six, but we're on a scale of one to five. Like, that's how much I love it. It's so funny, he, like, eats cotton balls and thinks it's snow. Everybody thinks he's a loon. Natiki eats bubblegum uh, bubble off the railings. I'm not going to say anything more because now you know the whole movie. But remember the rabbit animals part because that is also an awesome part. Rabbit animals do happen in this movie. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> it teaches you educational stuff too, like about the five food groups. Candy, candy corn, candy canes, gumdrops, and syrup. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot from that movie. <laughs> it's really funny. The only bad stuff I think it has, it refers to drugs at one part, but I doubt, like, little kids would ever catch that. It also, he gets drunk at one part, <laughs> but another thing, kids probably won't really catch that, so it's not really that bad. It's rated G. Like I said, I'd give it a 6, but it's on 1 to 5, so it's definitely a 5. This is the Voice America Kids Network with Noah Lehman. Thank you for listening. Let's take a break. Um, a, I don't know what I'm going to do for this break. I'm going to drink some coffee. Oh, I don't like coffee. Okay.
What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. <laughs> And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to No Added Preservatives on Voice America Kids. Ready to get back to the show? We thought so. Back to your host. Hello and welcome back to Voice America Kids Network. This is No Added Preservatives with your host, Noah Lehman. Not Fernando Burrito, Burrito Lucha Chavez. Yep. So I, my last session was, right now I'm doing the top movies of all time. I just did the top ten, the top five, five, did I do five or six? I think it was five. Top five films, like films as in movies, and now I'm going to do the top five cartoons of all time. I can't. Remember. I feel like I did six last time. <laughs> Whoops. I'm not very good with math, you know. That's a lie. Sorry. So I'm gonna be ta- doing the top five kids cartoons right now. Please stay tuned because this is going to help you a lot. I don't even know what. Uh, accent I was using there. It was like a combination. It was like Brit it was like Brin Mexican in the end. So I'm going to be starting off with a bug's life. This one is a classic movie that kept me sitting still when I was a wee grasshopper. The tale of how ants lived under fear of the grasshoppers. Every year the grasshoppers would come over and the ants would actually have to give up most of their food to the grasshoppers. Or else the grasshoppers would do something. They didn't really ever say what the grasshoppers would do. They're just kind of scary. So, Flick, an inventor and ant that is always trying to help but ends up doing the very opposite, journeys to this bug city place and hires a group of circus bugs to protect his colony from the grasshoppers. He thinks these circus bugs are like warriors and mercenaries or something, which are like hired gunmen, I guess, except without the guns. But they're actually a circus crew, which he doesn't realize it till later. And 
<laughs> they like leave and stuff and flick encounters birds bug zappers and even has to fight the lead grasshopper or does he but uh, i should have said that that's spoiling the movie this is a great cartoon movie it's rated g i would probably give it a five probably it was pretty good animation for its time like what 1998 wow that's old they had animation back then it was like 3d animation too wasn't it that's pretty good well i thought it was a great movie i enjoyed it very very entertaining I was scared of the daddy long leg. I remember I was excited, ecstatic when the daddy long leg appeared. I'm like, wow, it's a daddy long leg. Look, you know, those spiders that are like the little circle heads and got really long legs. They got like six of them. They're like half spiders, half bug. Crazy, huh? And spiders, not bug. Educational fact, spiders are actually called arachnids, which are also in the same family as scorpions. Huh? You bet you didn't. You probably did. Everybody knows that. <laughs> what am I kidding? I'm going to move, be, be moving on now. Bambi. The story of a fawn named Bambi, whose mother is shot by a hunter within the first 15 minutes of the show. But it is off camera, so you hear the gunshot, but you don't see it happening. So it's a little scary. I was scared of it, but you know, it's not like they're shooting and you see her get shot. I'm moving on now. Bambi is forced to survive on his own. This is the tale of how a baby deer made it in the big world. Making friends, falling in love, and showing the true power of friendship. In the movie, it's actually kind of cool because, you know, deer, deer like their dads leave uh, usually and go do other stuff. His is a stag, so Bambi's kind of like the prince. He's like prince. He's like, y'all, I'm, I'm the top of the food chain, kind of. Except he's like a lost prince, I guess. And he becomes friends with a skunk and a, a rabbit or bunny, depending on what you want to call it, your choice. So I was very little when I watched the movie, like four or five. And I, I'm not even sure if I actually sat through the whole movie. It's one of those movies where you know bits and pieces of it. You know what I'm saying? Probably don't. I don't know what I'm saying either. But however, this movie... I don't remember it that well. I had to search up on the internet quite a bit to remember what happens. Because my memory is overloaded with other stuff. So, Bambi, I would give it... It's rated G, but not. I wouldn't recommend it for people under 5 because of the gunshot scene. I know I was scared of it. However, I would rate it 3.5 because I didn't actually watch the whole thing, I don't think. It didn't keep me very... It was a little too extreme you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying right man or woman now it's curious george you're listening voice america kids network i am your host noah layman and i like vinegar and vinegar is a preservative so you do not buy pizza that has vinegar that's that that's a i'm gonna search that up on google later i'm getting distracted sorry finding no not I do cute. No, Curious George. And the man in yellow that learns that his museum is in financial trouble and that it is going to be turned into a used car lot, he goes on a trip to Africa to find a rare idol that he will bring that, that will bring in huge crowds of people and attract large audiences. So he goes to Africa, sees all these animals and stuff, does all this hard work, and retrieves this like two inch tall statue. <laughs> but uh, he, he's surprised when he gets home because this little. Monkey decides to get a hit, hitch a ride. He hitchhikes with him. And so they become friends, and he names this monkey Curious George. There was a TV show. I'm not sure if it's still 
making TV. It's probably reoccurring or something, but like re reruns. That's it. I'm not sure if they're still filming it. However, they turned it into a movie. Pretty funny. And it wasn't all that great, you know. What it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great, you know what I'm saying? But it 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 would okay. It it definitely would okay. I I watched it. I watched it. It'd be good for really little that like Curious George, like my cousin. I'm not sure if she still likes Curious George, but I know she did. And did is all that matters in this world, I think. What am I what what am I saying? So it's rated G. I would give it a three and yeah, I'll just give it a three. That that's above fifty percent, you know. So if you really love, you love Curious George, get it. Wasn't my favorite movie. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, you don't. Moving on to Finding Nemo. When Marlin and his wife are attacked by a barracuda who eats Marlin's wife and all their eggs. Marlin has nothing to live for until he finds one egg floating around who he names Nemo. Nemo is Marlin's only family, and after a fight... So, Nemo's first day at school. He goes to school and his dad's all nervous. And then they go to the drop-off, right? And his dad's all paranoid. He's like, the drop-off, blah, blah, blah. They get in a fight. And Nemo's all like, I'm going to go to school. And Marlon's all like, you're not going to school for a couple more years. You can stay with me. It's not safe. Then Nemo and his friends spot a butt. Look, it's a butt floating in the water. Now, this probably sounds kind of wrong if you haven't seen the movie. You have to watch the movie to understand. Just remember a butt. It would be funny, you know. One of those things like, oh, a butt, I get it. It's not an actual butt. It's like human butt. <laughs> the, just forget I said that. So, Nemo swims the butt to, like, go up against that, like, I don't care what you say. I, I, I want to go to school. Except these divers jump out of the boat and capture him and take him. Like, the, he's by a human who is a dentist who puts him in those little tanks in the dentist office. So, Marlin travels across the sea with his new... And then, so Marlin, which is Nemo's dad, travels across the sea on his way, meets this fish with, uh, what, what's it called? Something memory loss. Short-term memory loss, that's right. And it's pretty funny because Dory, you're trying to remember this Wallaby Way Sydney thing. Very funny, I liked it. Very funny. You know what's weird? So I, did I mention that Nemo and Marlin are clownfish? That's what's weird. Marlin is... Marlin's the name of a fish that's not a clownfish. It's like this big, giant, 200-pound fishy. We hear it's contradictory. I can't remember what his mom's name, name like coral or something. Coral's like an underwater plant. Weird. And Nemo's the name of like a guy that was 3,000 leagues under the sea, I think. Captain Nemo was his name? I guess. So Marlin travels across the sea with his new friend Dory to find his son. It's rated G. I would give it a five. It's actually one of my favorite kids' movies kids' cartoon movies, and I'll be moving on to Happy Feet. Two penguins fall in love, and soon the mother lays an egg. While the father is trusted with the care of the egg, he drops it, and it touches the ice. <gasps> oh, no. You see, with penguins, well, the mother goes out and gets food. They let make the, the fathers take care of the eggs, and their responsibility is not to touch the ice, because if they touch the ice, the egg could crack. It'll be, it's also too cold when they touch the ice, so the egg pretty much, it's pretty much a 90% chance that, it'll, that the embryo will die. So it touches the ice. It falls and touches the ice. Either that or I can't exactly remember if he neglects it and it touches the ice or if it falls off. I think it falls off. And the end up, but the, and it, they're all sad or whatever. But the egg does end up hatching and appears normal until he starts dancing. This 
language, starts dancing, so they name him Happy Feet. And he's all dancing and stuff. He's like, woo. Did they name him Happy Feet? Dang it, I'm pretty sure they named him Happy Feet, but I can't quite remember. I'm such a bad reviewist. Reviewist, is that what they call them? I don't know. So this penguin, pen, these penguins, this colony, all these penguins can sing. That's what's special about them. They go to singing school, and all of them sing, like, all around the year. That's how they find a mate, like, a wife. They have to sing. But Happy Feet can't sing. He can only dance. So he basically becomes an outcast, runs away, tries to find a place he can fit in, meets seals, a whale, and even gets brought to a zoo exhibit. He travels the world to find the place where he can fit in, ends up going back. I'm not going to say much more about that. I don't want to spoil it. But it's rated G. I would give it a 4. I kind of liked it. Yeah, all these movies are great. I'd probably say Finding Nemo is the best out of these. Then... A Bug's Life. Finding Nemo, A Bug's Life. Then probably Happy Feet, Curious George, and actually Happy Feet, Bambi, and Curious George. That, that's how I rate it. Finding Nemo is definitely the best. And the second is definitely A Bug's Life. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. You've been listening to the Voice America Kid Network with your host, Noah Lehman. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to go now and do something uh, unproductive. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. Your host is all talked out this week. But remember, there's another edition of No Ad Preservatives coming your way next week at the same time on Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today.